Welcome to Doing a World of Good, a podcast from the American Institute of Chemical Engineers and generously supported by Raj and Kamla Gupta, shining the light on the positive works of our members and supporters. I'm your host, Bob Norp. And today we're pleased to have with us two of the key members of the American Institute of Chemical Engineers Global Societal Initiatives Committee, a working group dedicated to promoting volunteerism and social action within the organization. First up, we have Kelly Barb from PSE&G, who is the co-chair of the committee and has been a volunteer with both Engineers Without Borders and the Peace Corps. Very impressive credentials there, Kelly. <laughs> we also have with us John Cerucci, who in addition to being the other co-chair of the GSI committee, also serves on our Foundation Board of Trustees and the Societal Impact Council, as well as being actively involved in the Institute's partnership with Engineers Without Borders. Kelly, John, welcome to the show. Thanks Hello. so much, Bob. Now, obviously, using your engineering skills to address the needs of the global community is kind of like a driving force in both of your lives. And I want to ask you specifically how that impacts uh, the way that you work on the committee. And I'm going to start with Kelly. Do you see this kind of commitment to volunteerism to be the rule or the exception within the ranks of the organization as a whole? What's your take on volunteerism within the Institute? I absolutely believe that this is the the rule, um, this commitment to volunteerism. We within our committee, we have a very talented and passionate group of people. And even though we come from very diverse backgrounds, we share this love of applying chemical engineering expertise to helping others. But even within AICHE, there's this commitment to volunteerism, and we see it most recently with the Doing a World of Good initiative. You know, we see these exciting initiatives to attract and retain top talent or to do training and career development or mandate safety and ethical practice. So the people at AICHE are truly committed to doing a world of good through this umbrella of a nonprofit professional society with the network of staff and volunteers. Yes, AICHE really is a volunteer organization. Uh, we have a terrific staff, but it's it's small and lean. Uh, really, the, the the work of AICHE is done by thousands of volunteers uh, locally, nationally, now internationally, and they're involved in all sorts of things, uh, technical programming and educational efforts, career development, policy, and, of course, uh, impact on global challenges. Do you see your role in terms of being co-chairs of the committee as being more about shepherding this already existing desire for volunteerism, or is it more of a uh, kind of advocacy to get even more volunteerism going on within the organization. What, what's the primary focus of the committee these days, John? Well, it's it's a little bit of both, but we're relatively new, and I think actually one of our uh, one of our challenges right now is to start with identifying all the certainly hundreds of chemical engineers and AICHE members who are already involved in international humanitarian development in some way. Um, so part of our efforts over the next couple of years is to try to gather them together in, well, I'll call it a community of interest, um, and so that we can exchange ideas and also uh, draw upon that pool of people for some of the initiatives that we're trying to launch. You know, when you say that you're you're trying to launch different initiatives around the world, it brings up the thought about what's the biggest need in the world today and where chemical engineer can and sorry, chemical engineering can make the biggest difference. 
Kelly, where do you see chemical engineering impacting the global needs of the world today um, in, in the most important ways? To me, the, the biggest need where I can see chemical engineering really making an impact is with basic human needs. So this generally falls into a few categories like water supply, sanitation, energy, um, civil works and structures, those types of things. And, you know, it depends on, on who you look to for your statistics, but the CDC estimates that there are approximately 780 million people around the world who do not have access to, to clean water. And so when I hear that as a chemical engineer, you know, I just feel this, this call to service, you know, when, when a community doesn't have clean water or the, the road to their market is flooding or, you know, the latrines are leaching out into the drinking water, the community really suffers. And, and as a chemical engineer, I have the skills, I believe, to be able to help solve some of those really tough development challenges. You know, when I hear you talking about clean water projects, I, I immediately go to civil engineering. And it's um, kind of surprising to me that chemical engineers can play such a vital role in helping out with uh, situations like that. Can you kind of uh, further explain how you get involved in those types of projects? Yeah, absolutely. So projects like water quality and water distribution and energy projects, they really call upon chemical engineering principles. So there might be calculations for fluid flow or filtration, or, you know, there might be chemical um, chemistry type principles that need to be utilized in, in the design or the solution. And, you know, there's also this, this need for interdisciplinary thinking on the part of the chemical engineer. So they might need to leverage project management skills or mechanical or systems-based analysis or, you know, be able to creatively solve a problem right there on the spot. So it definitely calls upon basic and even advanced chemical engineering principles, but then there's also this whole aspect of seeing the bigger picture and thinking as an interdisciplinary engineer. Yeah, I, I really reiterate uh, those comments. And, um, you know, when, when we think about the big challenges and like you know, three words come to mind, we always hear about energy, water and food. Um, chemical engineering is very well tailored to addressing those things at many levels. A lot of the work that we're focused on promoting is really at the basic level and uh, where technology is fairly simple, uh, but also AICHE is focused on um, energy, water, and food at a very rigorous level as well. And chemis are well adapted to bridge those different uh, levels. And as Kelly points out, um, these efforts are multidisciplinary, not just across the other engineering disciplines, but across the other social disciplines. And that's certainly our experience in working on these kinds of programs that we have to be taking into account uh, cultural, socioeconomic issues as well. While I, while I have you talking, John, I want to follow up a little bit about what the committee and what the organization at large is doing to promote and encourage the ongoing commitment to societal improvement. Because you're, you're involved not just with the committee, but with the um, board of trustees and you know the bigger picture going on within the organization as a whole. So can you give a little bit of light onto what the the organization is doing to encourage these activities? Oh, sure. Well, the Global Societal Initiatives Committee, uh, its mission is to implement programs which 
enable chemical engineers to get involved and impact global societal needs, uh, very basically. And uh, so I'll take this group's uh, effort as a case in point for what the AICHE Foundation is doing. Uh, Foundation has been really the, the, the support for these programs through grants and, and, uh, and, and volunteer commitments. We've been able to uh, conduct programs to raise awareness. Uh, Kelly and I and a few others will be traveling around to student regional conferences and uh, uh, facilitating workshops on uh, international humanitarian development efforts. Uh, we work uh, with Engineers Without Borders, we've been sponsoring student grants for teams that travel on projects around the world for about 10 years now. And um, we conduct an annual awards contest called uh, AICHE Chemical Engineers for Good, or ACE4G for short, where we promote uh, groups that are trying to develop technical solutions for developing communities. So all these programs that are being led by uh, the Global Societal Initiatives Committee are supported through AICHE, uh, the, the, the foundation. And the foundation has been very, very proactive now in formalizing a program to uh, really uh, back up the strong backbone of AICHE volunteers we have with financial support through donations through the Doing a World of Good campaign. We've been able to conduct, a, I, I think it's been on the order of 50 different uh, programs over the last four years. If I can paraphrase a little bit about what you're saying and just to understand, it sounds like the committee's main job and the organization's main purpose is to empower people's own volunteerism and empower the volunteerism that is going on in uh, organizations outside or working in tandem with the American Institute of Chemical Engineers. It sounds like it's very much an empowering organization that allows for a lot of creativity in terms of the actual projects that are being funded and, and promoted. Am I, am I right yeah, on that? that that's, that's dead on. Uh, as we discussed right off from the beginning here, uh, we are a volunteer organization, and that's where our strength is. So uh, by uh, being able to support some of these things, covering things like travel expenses and materials, we get, get tremendous leverage from uh, the campaign donations that the foundation distributes to these programs because they're letting all this team of uh, teams of volunteers uh, go out and get these things done. And Bob, to add to your point about the creativity, so I wanted to share a story about a, a, a thing that we've been working on with the committee. So we, for the past few years, we've been able to travel to universities, as John mentioned, to the student regional conferences, and we, we host workshops. But a really big hit that we've had at the conferences is um, a demonstration table that I put together. And I have these working prototypes that are made of all materials that could be found in a community in the developing world. So I have a, a water pump that's made out of PVC and rubber from a bicycle wheel tire. And then I have a, a well bucket lift that's made out of the, the bicycle wheel rim and and rope. And then there's a tippy tap which simulates running water and can be made from a soda bottle. And so when the students see these 
these contraptions on the the demonstration table, they they come over and they have so many questions and they love to try them out and and comment on how you can creatively solve the solutions to some of these problems with the materials found around you in your community. So really we we promote this creative and critical thinking in order to solve the problems around us in the world. And, and I'm sure that inspires people to actually go out into the communities um, that are in the greatest need, well, communities with the greatest need globally and actually come up with solutions that are going to directly impact the lives of thousands of people. Uh, it sounds like Absolutely. it sounds like that's a that's a great way to get people inspired. Let me ask you a question, Kelly. Uh, what, what's the biggest challenge you face on the committee in pursuing these kinds of initiatives? Is it money, time, resources? What's the biggest challenge? You know, what's interesting, Bob, is I get a lot of feedback from students after these presentations and demonstrations, and they they usually have a lot of questions and, and requests for more information, but. What I've found is that there's this perception among students that volunteering or pursuing, um, you know, work with Engineers Without Borders or American Institute Institute of Chemical Engineers is somehow a bad career move for them. They've been told by their parents and professors and mentors that, you know, this type of involvement will take away from their academic studies or that doing the Peace Corps after college, for example, will harm their ability to get a prestigious industry job, or that the work is unpaid, so they should focus on money-making opportunities. And honestly, that that hurts me to my very core to hear something like that. Because, I know, especially considering you know, that's the choices <laughs> that you made. Wrong. I mean, <laughs> academic performance and careers and financial stability, all of that is absolutely important. But volunteering is never, I can't emphasize this enough, never a bad career move. You know, it's actually the space to be able to take risks and learn and grow, you know, in a personal and professional context. You know, and thankfully, every employer that I've had so far has seen the value of that and has supported me in my endeavors. But it's still a challenge to explain that to students and, and young professionals that are just they're so early in their career. Would you yeah, concur, I'll just, John? I'll just add to that, you know, I think one of the misconceptions is that uh, that adding more things to your list of things to do by taking on some volunteer responsibilities, looking at that as a zero sum game. This is uh, these things are so interrelated, and uh, I'm I have had vast uh, new opportunities through the networks that I've grown and the things I've learned through my volunteer work with AICHE and Engineers Without Borders and other organizations that have been instrumental in my career path and uh, my network and my friendships. So it's not as if this is something that takes away from your other things. It's really part of your personal and professional development. Absolutely. I'm going to ask you both this very simple question. Uh, I'd love to get a one sentence answer from each of you, but what is the one thing you wish every chemical engineer could experience as a result of working with your committee or in being a participant in one of your initiatives? What's What's the one thing that you wish they all could know is the benefit from being involved? Wow, <laughs> that's, a, that's quite a question there. I, I think for me, I wish that every chemical engineer had the ability to, to be able to see them changing someone else's life right before their eyes. 
And, and I've had that experience before in my work with Engineers Without Borders and AICHE and the Peace Corps, you know, just doing something and having immediate impact and changing someone's life for the better right before your eyes. Well, that's pretty impressive. John, what are your thoughts? Well, she, she, I think she took four sentences, so I'm going to answer. <laughs> no, uh, to, to be, to be yeah. technical, she gave one sentence and then did a lot uh, of explaining well, of that a lot sentence. Of commas. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I, I, I think I'm, I'm all thinking along the same lines. Really, you know, personal turning point, and I think what's very, very valuable for anyone doing this is that in the course of these types of things, you make connections and you develop friendships with people that you might we certainly most likely would not have known or worked with uh, often in faraway remote places. And that really humanizes the importance of this work. It, it's a totally different take. It goes from being some geeky thing that would be cool and fun to do to really understanding that it's a matter of life and death for people that you know personally. Yes. Kelly, um, something you said a little bit earlier you, when we started to talk about whether or not uh, volunteerism is the rule or the exception within the organization. I want to follow up with um, a little probing of that question because it seems to me that not everybody is suited for every possible initiative and that volunteerism needs to come from a uh, from your heart and from a real desire to participate. So is, is everyone... Uh, in the organization essentially fit for doing work with volunteerism and initiatives that you're sponsoring? Or is, is there a certain kind of person who will most likely gravitate toward these types of activities? So I definitely think that not everyone has the interest or the capacity to travel to and and work in a remote village. Um, you know, but I think that everyone has the ability to contribute somehow. You know, it's I think it's essential for every member of the organization to to kind of reflect introspectively and see where they can help. You know, there's there's such a, a, an amazing exchange that occurs between a volunteer and the population that they're serving. I feel like for as much as I teach, I learn, and then for as much as I give, I receive back. So. There's something for everyone out there. And, and while, you know, working in a remote village without electricity and running water may not be for everyone, you know, there are other ways to, to get involved. And, you know, I think that um, th there's something out there. Yeah, and it, it, it's there are many ways. And at the most basic level, um, we may not think about it as volunteering, but we really need AICHE members just to get engaged with one, one another. It is about interactions, and there's so many ways to doing that. So whether that's uh, attending a local section meeting or uh, and getting involved in interacting at a conference, or now uh, AICHE has its own uh, social media forum exchange. Um, participating in those things is a way of, uh, I guess you could say, giving your time in a way that's productive for you and others. Let me let me probe on that uh, thought, John, just a little bit. What other opportunities beyond volunteering does your committee offer to the members of the organization who would like to help? I mean, how else can people get involved besides volunteering? Well, uh, I mentioned earlier, we're really keen on trying to identify uh, those people, members or prospective members of AICHE who are interested in 
international humanitarian development, either because they're actively engaged right now or just want to learn more about it. So short of volunteering, we'd kind of like to know who they are and uh, develop the ability to have some exchange of information and maybe sharing some of the things that we're doing right now and really call upon that pool of people uh, for ideas on new initiatives. And from that, I'm sure a result of that is we'll also find people that want to step in because you, you, you get a volunteer because they, they find something they're passionate about. And uh, if someone brings forward a new idea, which we welcome and are in need of, um, they're likely to be someone who can um, lead or at least support the launching that idea and turning it into something tangible. Uh, let me ask you both just to wrap up one last question. Any last pieces of advice that you want to uh, say to the people out there listening to this podcast and to members of the organization, any uh, words of wisdom that you can give us, Kelly? I would just remind the people listening to this podcast that the world is calling you. There is no shortage of problems to solve, friendships to make, and unforgettable moments to experience. So you know, maybe reflect introspectively about what your contribution is going to be and, and get out there and get to it. And you, John? Yeah, I reinforce that and just say you just cannot imagine the tremendous rewards that can come back to you through uh, friendships and through personal development from doing these kinds of things. Uh, so I really would encourage people to, um, to, 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 to learn more because for everyone I've known who has taken this on, it's really changed their lives. Well, thank you very much for spending time with us today. Kelly, John? Thank you. Thank you. Our guests today have been Kelly Barb and John Cerucci. To find out more about their work with the American Institute of Chemical Engineers, visit AICHE.org and search for Global Societal Sorry, let's try that again. Global Societal Initiatives. And for more details about doing the world of good program, visit doingaworldofgood.org. And that does it for this episode of Doing a World of Good. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, search for us on your favorite podcast directory or visit doingaworldofgood.org. On behalf of everyone at the American Institute of Chemical Engineers, I'm Bob Norp. Thanks for listening. <laughs>